Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. I am Ashley Pickle, the video director for Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, and TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website site. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us on TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or listening to us on the podcast vendor which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i am sitting here sitting over there still running the ship all week long she'll be here mallory hartley mallory how are you i'm doing well i'm a little nervous for today but nah it's okay we'll be good and you know why today will be good it's, it's because gonna be a good day we have over there in the greg powers memorial power zone Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Howdy I'm on Powers. Twitch. You are you on are Twitch. Twitch. You can say you're. In, you can tell your sons you're an avid Twitcher now. Man, that's <laughs> awesome. I had, I had no ideal idea until you just said that. So now <laughs> I know I'm on a new platform, Twitch. So that's re- really cool. Yeah. So I, I don't know what they call Twitch people, but we're on there. So welcome if you're watching on Twitch. Today is June 9th. It is six nine. Nice. 169 nice. days until Thanksgiving. Also nice. <laughs> and it is the birthday of Lance Pickle, who was born on 6-9-69. Wow. What Happy an birthday. episode, a nice episode that we have so here Is that today. Uncle Lance or? Father Lance, Father my Lance. dad. Happy nice. birthday to the GOAT, LP. Big birthday for him today. So, um, this is episode 1,182. Those dulcet tones you ho- heard over there in the Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone means Powers is here to do some this week in recruiting, talking about some of the top prospects in the Lone Star State. And then in the back half, we're keeping the Powers train rolling as he talks with the a new member of Flower Mound Marcus uh, Marauders wide receiver Ashton Cozart. So we will hear his conversation But not to forget, we do have a big, big announcement coming up on the show today. After that interview with Ashton Cozart, after this week in recruiting, we will have a big announcement. So make sure to stay tuned for that. But before we get into it, Mallory, do we have first four through the door? 
we sure do. It was Allison Brown, Andrew Christensen, Rob Hadaway, and Ryan Smiga. 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 Yes. Sorry if I mispronounced that, but welcome in, fellas and lady fella. Oh, it's okay. Dude, Ryan knows he's a good guy because <laughs> I mispronounced it for Sorry, like 8,000 tries, <laughs> but you got it. Oh, good. I'm glad. All right. Do I need to do the stretching like Tepper does? Amp it up, crack the knuckles, get, get ready. ready to go. All right. I'm Ashley Pickle. That's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. That's right. It is This Week in Recruiting, where we welcome on Next Level Athletes Greg Powers to talk about some of the biggest prospects in the great state of Texas. And, of course, we could not forget that this segment is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. This is where you come in. Oh, it's awesome. It's great. It's always <laughs> fresh. It's always fresh. That's a and fact. And that you can depend on. I mean, my chicken tenders are always piping hot. I have to let them cool off. And take that chicken, put it in the roll, not the biscuit. Thank I you. Mean, Hashtag I guess, team roll. You, if you love yeah, biscuits, go for agree. it. But, I mean, team roll, put it in the roll, dunk <laughs> it in the gravy, put it in your mouth. Tremendous. There's nothing better. We have a new – a new person to talk chicken with here, so I want to do that real fast. Are you regular tendy or spicy tendy? Definitely spicy. My girl. Spicy. With a roll. We hired her for a reason. With See, a I, I do go with the regular more, but <sighs> I use the serendipity salt. Oh, okay. So that, that I, makes I, I do take them to the next level with that. Okay. I respect it. I love this week in recruiting because I always crave Chicken Express. Oh, dude, my stomach growls like eight times it throughout does. this Just segment. Thinking about <laughs> the spicy tendies, I'm like – Lunchtime? It's time. I'm going. I'm going. I've been making one trip a week right now to Waco mm-hmm. for business. And there's a Chicken Express in Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. And they know my name now. Heck <laughs> yes. That's what we want. So a big endorsing movement there at Chicken Express is our sponsor here of this week in recruiting. But let's go ahead and get into it. We'll start off with our prospect on the rise this week. 2023, Denton Ryan running back, Kaleb. Caleb. Okay, yeah, you you messed me up on that. Caleb Hicks, right. there is an I in there. Caleb Hicks had a monster week on the recruiting trail, bringing in a lot of Texas offers this week. It's SMU, TCU, UTSA, one from New Mexico. So after an unbelievable breakout sophomore season, it looks like eyes on Texas college football are, are really starting to pick up for Mr. Hicks here. Well, first and foremost, Caleb went to a camp at SMU, and then he went to a camp at TCU where he earned both of those offers. So there were some big camps in the Dallas Metro over the last week where um, Caleb was able to perform. So SMU had like a two-day what I would call mega camp where there were tons of colleges on campus, and then TCU had a camp as well this weekend. So this is a – like to me, when you see this type of activity, it's even bigger than like your typical offers, right? This is Mm -hmm. a guy that walks through the door – at a school, and now they're seeing him perform, and they're like, you get an offer, right? So he's going to go off and probably pick up a lot more offers even than this. So I think that um, just a guy to really keep a close eye on because he looks the part on film. It's not an easy district, not an easy path that Denton Ryan has to play to win a state championship, and he looks great on film. He was listed at five – I think we have him listed in the article. Let me double-check with that said we have him listed at 5'10", 195, and he looks a little bit bigger on um, tapes. He looks around 5'11", 6'0", to me. 
Right, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's got the stature for it, and he's got the. It looks like he's got the quickness too. And I, but I still think there there is a little bit room for him to grow here, which is always a good thing. We say that sometimes that it looks like it, it that could sound like a bad thing, but it's like if he can get that speed, especially out of the pocket right there, he's got the size to just barrel through people. Yeah, definitely, and it's just the beginning for him, you know. So he's gonna he's gonna go into bigger and better things. Absolutely, and so Caleb Hicks, our prospect on the rise out of Denton Ryan. Moving on now to our commit of the week. This guy, a name that you heard on on the biggest stage this year, and Gilmer quarterback Brandon Tennyson, as he makes his commitment down to UTSA down there in San Antonio. And man, can't say we're surprised at all that Jeff Trailer is out there finding more hidden gems that that people just haven't offered yet, and so they get quite the quarterback and speaking to some of those Gilmer folks out there they say this guy has potential to be one of the best quarterbacks to come out of Gilmer and I mean that's a quarterback factory out there one of the top players in 4a for sure you know he helped lead Gilmer to the state championship game last season and you know what it's it's not a surprise to be honest with you Hmm. that Jeff Trailer (laughs) got a commitment from a kid who plays in Jeff Trailer Stadium Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it was like meant to be. Yeah. As a no matter doubt. of fact, if UTSA offers a guy or Jeff Trailer offers a guy from Gilmer and they go elsewhere, then then you've got some serious yeah. issues on your hands. <laughs> then I'm surpri- then I'm surprised. You know, everybody loves him in that community and what I think that he's recognized in Brandon Tennyson is something that I'm really coming around on and I'm basing this statement behind the fact what I saw him do at the Elite 11 Regional Camp in mm-hmm. Dallas, okay? So, when you go to that camp, they break the quarterbacks up into segments, okay? There's always one group that is like the guys who they've predetermined before the camp even started. These are the top quarterbacks, and we're going to put them all into this group because this is where all the eyeballs are going to be. This was the Quinn Ewers, Cade Klubnick group. Mm -hmm. Brandon Tennyson is in this group, okay? Um, They have a top underclassman group, and then so on and so forth. They end up with about six to eight groups at these camps. So Brandon Tennyson is thrown with all of the other top quarterbacks in the state of Texas. At first, I didn't know who Brandon Tennyson was mm-hmm. in this group. You know, you have a roster. Dumb me at this camp. <laughs> instead of printing them off in numerical order, I printed them off in alphabetical order, which is always a cluster when you're at the camp trying to figure out who everybody <laughs> is and you have to bounce around looking at numbers. Uh, but I noticed this kid coming through these drills, and he's technically solid. He's doing everything right. He's making all the throws. He's just not as tall as the other guys, mm-hmm. right? He looks the part. Everything he's mm-hmm. done, I mean, he looks like a technician. And, and especially on the rollout, working outside of the pocket, he had good footwork. Quick release, too. Yeah, quick release. So I was really blown away by what I saw. And then come to find out, it's Brandon Tennyson. Finally mm-hmm. put all the pieces together. And um, now watching his tape. Uh, and seeing what an athlete he is with the football in his hands, how much speed he has, explosion, quickness. He could play another position, 5'10", 5'11", 180 pounds. He could play wide receiver. He could uh, do some different things on the football field. But seeing the strides that he's made as a technician throwing the football, I think this is a really big pickup for UTSA, and he Mm -hmm. compliments Eddie Lee Marburger so tremendously from the the quarterback that they signed in last year's class. Uh, A completely different style, and I think if you could mix and match these guys in some way, you know, I mean, maybe Eddie Lee comes in and is like, 
gangbusters and you never want to pull him off the field. Right. But I think that they have to see a spot for Brandon Tennyson uh, to get reps at quarterback and be involved as a huge part of that Roadrunners offense moving forward. I completely agree. And I, I covered their game um, in the playoffs against Caddo Mills. And I can tell you from that was one of my favorite interviews I did all year because I, I pulled him in and, you know, what does it mean to get this big win and all of that? And his teammates love that guy so much. So I think that's why they love him so much at the quarterback is he's a true leader out there on the field. So very impressive stuff. No surprise that our commit of the week was Gilmer, who will be heading – Gilmer quarterback Brandon Tennyson, who will be heading down to UTSA. This is This Week in Recruiting with Nexel Athletes, Greg Powers. You can get involved with the conversation, hashtag TF Today. But now we move on to our underclassman of the week. This time, a 2023 athlete out of Temple in Mikhail Harrison Pilot. And <laughs> if you are looking for a guy that doesn't have many eyes on him or many offers, this is not where you're going here. <laughs> he picks up some big offers this week alone from Texas, Texas State, Florida State, and Oklahoma State. But, you know, that... Uh, those four offers just add the tally to 28 stinking offers and a true athlete out there on the field. If he was in the class of 2022, he'd be one of the most heavily offered mm -hmm. prospects. So that's how things are going in the life right now for Harrison Pilot, who I have to say, uh, I never show favorites when it comes to covering recruits or uh, doing recruiting coverage that, you know, I think an unbiased coverage is the best Capital way to Capital J go. journalist right there. You know, and, but what I know about, this guy makes him special to me in this regard. Mm -hmm. We knew about him before he really ever became a thing, right? He started as a freshman at Temple. He played safety. And I appreciate the fact of how hard he worked to turn himself into a national recruit. He's a guy who did everything he could, attended every camp, was doing training sessions, um, submitting videos that he filmed himself to try to get on the radar of other programs, uh, doing interviews, and then his recruitment really started to take off after his sophomore season where he flipped over to play on the offensive side of the ball at wide receiver and put up big numbers. Oh, and guess what? He can also play quarterback. Huh. You know, so, yeah. like, that's the position <laughs> that he really grew up playing. He cross-trains at all these different spots and puts in a lot of work to turn himself into a guy that 28 schools, you know, his list is going to go to, what, 30, 40, easy, right? Right. So he's the, he's the guy who has put in the work, and that's what I can really appreciate about Harrison Pilot. And to boot, he's a great kid to talk to. Very that's respectful, awesome. um, yes, sir, uh, no, sir, yes, ma'am type of kid, and always is available to – uh, give a recruiting analyst a helping hand if you ask him a question. So uh, congratulations, package. Mikhail Harrison Pilot, on all the attention you're getting and also for being a good dude. I got to ask you real fast, too, just because, I mean, Temple is a program that doesn't have a lack in numbers. So right. you've got this guy that is a true athlete playing all these different positions on, obviously can play on both sides of the ball. Do you see, as do you think, as he gets older and more mature in this program, that they will try to solidify him to one specific specific spot or is he one of those just studs that you have to keep moving him around I think he'll get a better look at playing quarterback his last two years mm -hmm. you know kind of based on numbers and need of what they're wanting to do he obviously can go out and play wide receiver anytime um, he was a headhunter at safety he didn't have a lot of reps playing safety on tape as sophomore season he exclusively played there as a freshman mm -hmm. um, but as he's grown he's now at six foot or over six foot I think it's just hard to predict ex without seeing him on game film at quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's the great unknown. I would list him as an athlete with uh, watching his tape, thinking that wide receiver is 
probably the spot that he's going to end up at. Mm -hmm. Um, but guys like him in that mold make a lot of money in the NFL playing defensive back. Oh yeah. So, you know, you never want to rule that out. If he has the skill set to play defensive back, then his measurables at that position make him more valuable. So that's what I kind of would suggest. Be like, hey, maybe you should concentrate on defensive back. It's, I mean, 28 offers. I mean, right. who, yeah, he'll figure out a place <laughs> who to go. To, who am I to judge? <laughs> he knows more about where he, he'll play he'll than play. me. But what I do appreciate about Temple guys yeah. – they're always hard-nosed. Oh, yeah. You know, um, very serious about football. They got to uh, be. Look at those pants. <laughs> White and blue, baby. <laughs> so, I do appreciate uh, what dedication and um, vigor that Temple guys play with at the next level. And I'm looking at that Texas offer right now, right down the street. They've done a really good job recruiting that school, and they were one of the most bad. recent ones. So, If he wants uh, to stay home, that's the place. We'll see how it plays out. Absolutely. And finally, we get over to our recruit of the week. And this one, what we mentioned in our headlines on Monday, you know, we've got to talk about it again with our recruiting expert, Greg Powers, as the 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 big guy on defensive tackle now at Fort Worth Brewer, Barry Alexander went and visited down in College Station, took a tour around Aggieland, and right after that announced that he was decommitting from Georgia. Now, this is a guy that has moved around a lot in the high school realm, so I don't know if this was necessarily the grandest of surprises, but I think that since obviously being a Texas-based podcast here, do you think that this bodes really well for the Aggies or is it more of a, Hey, recruitment's back open to normal. Now I can go take some official visits. I was really looking forward to this segment mm -hmm. so we could just kind of talk about recruiting in general and, mm -hmm. uh, official visits. You know, we had our big first official visit weekend and Texas A&M had a monster weekend. They not only had Bear Alexander on campus, they had, Deontay Anderson and Harold Perkins and Chris Marshall and you know some no names right. that you've never heard of <laughs> so they and they really hit a home run you know on their mm -hmm. visit weekend a lot of these guys came back raving about their official visit to te Texas A&M now this was the first official visit weekend and I will flip and transition back over uh, specifically to Bear mm -hmm. But just as a general recruiting note for people who love to follow recruiting and they really are into following the recruits that their team is after, what you're looking for on visit number one, right? This mm -hmm. is the first time a kid has come to your campus for an official visit and he plans to take more. You have to be the leader. You have to be the number one school coming out of that visit. Mm -hmm. You can't be equal with another school that then that recruit is then going to go off and see. Mm-hmm. Unless something changes, like they take another commitment and they can no longer take that kid. But in the case of Bear Alexander, Harold Perkins, Bryce Anderson, Chris Marshall, that's not going to happen, right? These are the right. elites of the elite. Everybody has a spot for these guys. So you want to be the leader. Mm -hmm. And I think in the case of Bear Alexander, just kind of reading the tea leaves, he makes a decommitment from Georgia hours after his official visit ends that Texas A&M can probably feel good about that they're the leader. Mm-hmm and his recruitment right now, and that's what they now have to sustain as he goes on and takes other official visits to Miami, USC, and Alabama, right? which are all going to be big official visits for him, right? But if A&M is in the driver's seat now, they have to stay there as he takes these other trips, but that's what you have to have happen. You have to be number one coming out of that first official visit. And maybe allow me to ask a question here, and maybe I'm going to get yelled at in the comments for just being a dummy that didn't realize this, but now with official recruiting visits – able to happen 
are they giving them more official visits after missing last year, or is it still the same number of official visits that they're able to go do? You have five allow NCAA allowable official visits, mm-hmm. and that's the, that's still the number. So you can take five. You can potentially get an extra official visit if there's a big coaching change and you want to visit the school that you've already committed to and their coaches changed. Okay. You can maybe take a second of it, official visit uh, to that school in uh, circumstances where the NCAA has given approval for that. Right. So you get five, and what we're seeing happen now is this June, this month of June where we ended the dead period, these top guys are trying to take official visits pretty much every weekend. Oh, absolutely. One of the guys who visited Texas Tech, uh, Frisco Lebanon Trail offensive lineman Austin Kowecki, um, went to Texas Tech to Lubbock, you know, like during a midweek type of thing, and mm-hmm. then left for this USC visit. Wow. During the weekend. So you see a lot of these guys trying now to to maybe get recruiting out of the way before their senior season starts. If they mm-hmm. have the goal of being committed before they step foot on the field, uh, the varsity field as a senior, then this month is huge for so many guys that remain uncommitted and the and the committed guys, too. You know, the, you can see with Bear Alexander, this was a huge thing getting to actually take an official visit gave him pause to reconsider. Uh, the commitment he had made to Georgia, and he's like, oh, well, I can probably go out and enjoy these visits (laughs) to a lot more schools. Maybe I don't need to be committed. So what you're saying is the recruiting world is just so boring right now. (laughs) I mean, just nothing going on. Fireworks are going to be firing this whole (laughs) month of June. There's going to be big news and a lot of stuff to follow with these top recruits, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we appreciate our firework for joining us here. (laughs) Well done. Well done. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. You can follow them on Twitter at Next Level D1 and follow him at G Powers Scout. Powers, do not go anywhere. We're going to have you introduce the next segment. But of course, before we do that, we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon talking football in the Lone Star State. We hope that you will become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. And if this is not one of the most important things that we do all day, today, 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 I don't know how much more I can say that today. I've been saying it all week. Is today. the last day that we can guarantee that if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe and become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber, we can guarantee today, today's the last day, that you will get your magazine in the mail along with the rest of the subscribers before it hits newsstands. So if you want this baby, of course, Scott Surratt, Lord of the Rings on the gatefold cover, the A&M new crew defense on the main cover, and, you know, all the rest of the 400 pages, which (laughs) with all of the football goodness that you could hope for today, texasfootball.com slash subscribe is the last day that we can guarantee that you will get it before it hits newsstands. It won't be hitting newsstands until July. So if you want that in the month of June, please go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe today. One more time today. All right. We have a big announcement coming up after this, but before we get there, Powers, who'd you talk to this week? Well, we spoke with 2023 wide receiver Ashton Cozart, who will be playing his junior year at Flower Mound Marcus. Um, He hit the 20 offer plateau this week with an offer from Texas A&M. So a guy who's really taken off on the recruiting trail and has an interesting story because he's not an original Texan. So here we go. Here is Greg Powers' conversation with Marcus wide receiver Ashton Cozart on Texas Greg Powers, TexasFootball.com, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And like we do every week, uh, we're joined by one of the top recruits in the Lone Star State. This week it's Ashton Cozart. Man, your recruiting is really 
been blowing up here recently, but that's because you've been putting that work in on and off the field. Uh, kind of just tell everybody what it's been like for you. I know that you're a guy who played your first full year in, against Texas competition, moving in from Washington. Tell us what that move was like and what it was like playing underneath the Friday night lights in Texas. Um, it's a, it's a big difference, sir. Um, really in Washington, you know, it's not as competitive as it is here. You know, it's never the same, um, especially the Texas football. Um, the transition was pretty good, you know, moving over here. I love it here a lot, actually. You know, um, it's very fun. There's a lot of things to do other than football. But um, playing football here is just it's crazy because it, um, I would always grow up knowing that um, Texas football is just like it's the real deal. And actually playing against the competition over here was definitely a blessing. And um, I love it here. Um, the competition here, I can say, is a lot harder than I'm used to, you know, but I love that because, you know, at the end of the day, it makes me better and it's a lot more fun. Ashton, next year you're going to be playing for Flower Mound Marcus. They play in one of my favorite districts. It seems like every Friday night is a war in that district, man. How excited are you to be getting a taste of that competition and playing for the Marauders, a team that's rich in Texas high school football history? Um, I'm really excited, man. You know, watching a lot of their highlight videos, it gets me pumped, and especially playing with a quarterback that I'm used to and I've already known for a little bit. Um, I play with a couple of the receivers on seven on seven and, you know, we have a really good connection and I, I can't wait to play with them, especially playing against really good competition in the six head football in Texas. I imagine the quarterback you're talking about Cole Welliver, a uh, guy that's really starting to come on the radar uh, himself. Is he the truth? Oh, absolutely. You know, no doubt about it. He's the best in his class. Um, you know, I can't wait to see what it looks like to play with him, you know, in Texas football. Um, I can't wait to, I just can't wait to play with him. When you moved to, to Texas from Washington, one of my really good friends at 24-7 Sports, Brandon Huffman, gave me the heads up that you were coming this way so that I could put you on my radar. Um, good friend for doing that, man, because he was definitely right about your skill set. Uh, but just kind of talk about what you see makes you that special, where someone like that could identify you, that's in the, the business, evaluates recruits for a living, could identify something special in you. What are you bringing to the table? What makes you a recruit that all these schools are really hot after? Um, I think for me personally is like, I feel like I have a great, um, a great height, you know, be me being six, three, um, I'm 185. Um, and I run a four, four, 40. So it's like, I also run a 10, seven, 100 meter. So I feel like being as fast as I am with the size that I am, you know, you don't really see that a lot. You can't really coach that. So I feel like I bring a lot of, you know, um, talent to the table. And I'm also, I feel like what these coaches see when in my film is that I'm a lot quicker than, you know, the average bigger dude, um, you know, especially off the line, you know, um, I feel like my biggest, like my biggest, like uh, specialty is like being as quick as a slot, but I, as big as I am on the outside, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. I see that speed come through on film too, and it's rare. I, you know, I see the verified speed and, you know, under around that 10.5, 10, 10.75, 10, 100 meter speed definitely shows through on tape as well. Anybody you look up to, pattern your game after it all? Is there like a receiver out there that you really grew up idolizing? 
Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I talked to, um, I actually trained with DK Metcalf back in Seattle, you know, oh, wow. uh, before I didn't really see any other receivers, like big time receivers that I played like until, you know, I met him and started training with him, you know, me and him share like the same height. Um, and he shows the speed and the, the great, um, the ball handling skills and just, you know, I feel like me and him are very similar. Sounds like you might be a little bit of a Seahawks fan then. Is this true? Absolutely. So when that Russell Wilson to Dallas Cowboys talk was getting hot, you know, before Dak signed his deal, was that making you nervous or were you like, no way, Russell Wilson's going in? Dude, no. Yeah, it did make me nervous. Really, I was like, <laughs> hey. Uh, you, you know, just looking at your offer list, man, I think you picked up your 20th offer this week and it was from Texas A&M. I might be off by one or two. You might have more than that. But you hit that 20 offer plateau already. I'm just kind of talking general big picture, what it's like to have 20 colleges coming at you from. I mean, you basically got them from coast to coast now. Yeah, it's crazy because it's like, you know, um, training all the way up to this point in this year, you know, I was always worried about, I was like, okay, am I getting looked at? Am I, you know, um, am I doing the right things? Am I talking to the right people? And, you know, training with Coach Hooks, I definitely met the person that helped me a lot throughout this Um you know, my journey and my recruiting. And, you know, having all these opportunities now, it really just motivates me more to get to the point that I'm trying to get, like, my goal. And, you know, I feel like it, within each one, it kind of, like, pushes me another notch. You mentioned Coach Hooks. He's a guy I've known for a really long time, friend of mine, and he trains some of the top wide receivers uh, in this area that have not only had success in high school, but that have had success in college. Um, what are some of those things that he's taught you since you've been able to land with him when you when you got to the Lone Star State? Um, the first training session I had with Coach Hooks, you know, it was kind of rough. He he shows a lot of different, you know, drills and things. He shows me a lot of different things that I'm not used to. And, you know, it was a hard, it was kind of a hard transition um, coming over here and training with him. You know, I kind of got down because I was like, I felt like I wasn't really getting nowhere. But, you know, I, I just trust the process. And whenever I was training with him more and more and more, you know, he started showing me different things that work a lot um, against, like, certain defenses and stuff like that. And I'm blessed to have him as a coach. He's the best. I'm sure he had to show you some dusty old BYU tapes whenever he was breaking down some of these drills he's doing. Oh, absolutely. He sends them to me all the time. <laughs> uh, I think your first offer was from Arizona State. Is that true? And what? I guess it makes sense. You're kind of Pac-12 guy in a, in a, in a lot of ways moving from the Pacific Northwest down to Texas, what did it mean to you when you when you got that first one? It was from a P5 school. It's crazy because I remember that day like it was yesterday. You know, I woke up, um, you know, I got a call from um, my old coach, Tracy Ford, um, and Coach Hooks. You know, they were talking about, you know, Arizona wants to talk to you today. And, you know, I woke up at like, it was really early, like 7 o'clock. No, it was like, no, it was like 5. And I like, I woke up to those texts. <laughs> And I was like, I was kind of like super nervous all day, like and anxious, like waiting for a call. But then, you know, whenever it was that time, it was like eight at night. So like you can imagine like that whole day, just kind of like always checking my phone or just like, you know, staying in the room, you know, waiting for that call or whatever. And then, um, you know, when the time came, Coach Hicks was like, give him a call. Um, you know, we had a great conversation. It was really a blessing. Um, it's hard to tell how, like, I felt because it was just like, dang, this really just happened. You know what I mean? It was the first. Right. 
Um, kind of just break down those schools that haven't, I mean, with 20 offers, I mean, you got a lot of good options, but are there some that are still talking to you hot and heavy that you feel like could offer? If they step to you, could be maybe a game changer. There's some that you're hungry for. Um, you talking about like offers that I want that I haven't yeah, had? Yeah, definitely. Are there some of those offers out there that you really feel um, you'd like to see come across the board? Absolutely. You know, I'd love to see a Ohio State or an LSU or even an OU. You know, OU and I have talked um, plenty of times, you know, on Zoom calls or FaceTimes. Uh, we talked about going to a couple camps, um, checking out the facilities so they can see me in person. They, they're definitely a school that wants to offer, but um, I just got to show a little bit more, I guess. You've got some really good in-state attention already. Uh, TCU, Texas, Texas A&M have all offered you. Um, does Texas have a hook in you a little bit already? Would you think about actually staying now in the Lone Star State to play your college ball for a school like that? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's always been a dream, especially at TCU. Um, TCU has definitely been like a school I always talked about, even as a little kid. Um, so is Texas, you know, being up there in the um, Pacific Northwest, you know, you don't really think of things like that. You you really just think about the the Wazoo, the UW, the Eastern Washington, the Oregon, you know, the schools like that um, on the West Coast. You don't really think of schools down here in the SEC or, um, you know, the schools in the South and, you know, getting the opportunity to actually, you know, play there is really crazy to me. And I absolutely. A&M was your latest offer, and I think that's a big one because they're a team that a lot of people are putting in the national title hunt next year. You know, they were they had a great season last season and have a lot of high expectations. So when you got that offer, I think a lot of people notice it's probably going to open up even more doors for you on the national level. What did it mean to you to, to get one from the Aggies? Is it a school you've ever really looked into much? Um, you know, Really, the only Texas schools I looked into the most was, you know, TCU, the the Longhorns, and just really them. You know, I know I know a couple of people that went to A and M, and they said they really liked it. You know, it's definitely a school that I'm really going to look into. I know I'm going to go to a camp soon, you know, and check out the facility and everything. I can't you wait. Mentioned the, you mentioned the next question I'm going to ask, man. The dead period. It's over. You know, you guys are able to go out and take visits and meet with coaches and really uh, start to take control of your recruitment. Who, where, are, where are some of those trips that you feel like you have to have before you step your foot back out on the field for your, your next varsity season? Who do you got to see this summer to try to start to get your list together and narrow it down? Um, I'm seeing TCU tomorrow, actually. Um, okay. TCU tomorrow. I know I'm going to uh, Texas on the 12th. Um, I know I'm going to Miami on the 28th. Um, I want to go see, I'm going to go see a and at the camp. Um, we talked about going to LSU and we talked about going to OU. So you got a busy uh, summer coming up then getting to go see a lot of colleges in person. So good luck Absolutely. with, good luck with earning some more offers, man. And, uh, trying to check out some of those schools that have already, extended you an offer i know that you have a tough decision making process in front of you trying to narrow that down uh thanks for your time man and uh good luck with your 2021 season thank you so much for having me
There he is, Marcus wide receiver, Ashton Cozart. And, man, talk about uh, setting the bar high for class of 2023 recruit interviews because that's the first one you've done, and um, he kind of set the standard there. <laughs> yeah, really great on the mic, and I think that maybe if he wants to, maybe he has a future in uh, sports reporting one day. He, he's really well-spoken gentleman. Not a bad fallback plan. All right, guys, you've been patiently waiting and and we're not going to make you wait any longer. It's time for our big announcement. That was crazy. I don't know what just happened, but I know we're going to see. That's right. There it is. Our big announcement for today is that Dave Campbell's Texan Live will be broadcasting portions of the State 7-on-7 tournament. Thanks in so much to our partners at Texas Army National Guard. Thanks to them. Y'all can all watch it for free. All you will need to do is go to texanlive.com. And put in your email, and you'll have broadcast of the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. That'll be going down in College Station June 24th through 26th. And we'll take you a little bit behind the scenes. You know, we, we don't hide anything from y'all here. Obviously, we're not going to be broadcasting every single game. There's three divisions. There's over 100 teams. There's no way that that could work. But we will be set up on, if you've been there before, the main championship fields, and we'll have games there all three days. So we're very, very excited about that. Again, that's June 24th through 26th, and we will have those championship games brought to you on TexanLive.com, Dave Campbell's Texan Live, and in big thanks to the Army National Guard for, for being the presenting sponsor there and allowing y'all to watch it for free. So it's been a hot minute since 7-on-7, seven seven, the state tournament has been broadcasted, but we are so, so, so excited for y'all to not only be able to get some 7-on-7 seven seven action and really get that first real feel of the football season, you could say, yep, but also to check out Dave Campbell's Texan Live. If you haven't done it before, man, we are so, so pumped to have that as a part of our company now, and this will be a great look in, into some of the stuff that we'll be able to do and hopefully get y'all excited to tune into Texan Dave Campbell's Texan Live in the fall because we are so ready for a normal sense of football around Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Can I brag on us for just a quick second? Sure. So I mean, go for it. That video right there was all shot by us. Yeah. Me and you. Yeah. And edited. So that whole video that you guys just saw, all me and Ashley. Yes, very, very excited to do that, and, and we've enjoyed our time thoroughly at the SQTs for 7-on-7, seven seven and, and we're really, really looking forward to that state tournament again June 24th through 26th down in College Station. So if you're going to be there, we'll see you guys there. We know there will be some of you in these comments down there with us. We're mm -hmm. very excited to see you all in a normal football setting, but 
Um, for the time being, make sure to remember that the official 7-on-7 site is on Dave Campbell's uh, Texas football. So texasfootball.com slash 7-on-7 if you need any information about the state tournament, about SQTs coming up. Division 2 and 3 finishes this week. I believe Division 1 has one more week there. Um, but we are very, very excited to to continue that. So keep up with all that. Matt Step on Twitter. You know he's all over the <laughs> scores and everything like that. Um, so that'll be happening with the SQTs. And then after that, yeah, Dave Campbell's Texas and live broadcasting some some of the games and especially the championship games from the state seven on seven tournament and it is free thanks to our partners at the texas texas army national guard so can i give a plug on why you should watch oh yes. absolutely if you love football mm-hmm. and you enjoy march madness mm-hmm. this puts those two things to me Ooh, that's a together good point. Because every game on, especially in the championship bracket or the knockout bracket days, every game is a knockout game. Yeah. And there's an intensity at the state seven on seven that you don't typically feel. Even as a a huge fan of high school football, what makes seven on seven enjoyable to me is how important every game is. And there's nothing that brings it to the table like the state seven-on-seven tournament, and Mm -hmm. for fans to have a true chance of being able to watch and see that I think is going to be special. And, again, thanks to the Texas Army National Guard, and uh, you can check it out on Texan Live, Dave Campbell's Texas – Dave Campbell's Texas Texan Live. Um, That's really cool, but that's what I love about Mm seven-on-seven. You are right. Uh, June Madness. Come for the seven-on-seven. There you go. Stay for the big dumb hat. How about that, Matt (laughs) Stepp? How about that? All right, and now we will head over to the helm again for Mallory Hartley for America's favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Well, besides watching seven-on-seven, I have a funny comment. It says, are cheerleaders at Gilmer called the Gilmer Girls? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's really funny. I don't know if that's true, but when we're talking about Brandon Tennyson, mm-hmm. quarterback at Gilmer, someone commented that asking if the Gil- or if the the cheerleaders or maybe even like the the uh, the girl athletes there are called the Gilmer girls. I don't know, which I think is really funny. I, I just wanted to point that out because yeah, that like was Gil- like funny. Gilmore girls, yeah, a like playoff Gilmer, spinoff, but, but Gilmer <laughs> er as the school. Yeah, uh, I thought that nice. was really funny. So, well, anyone from Gilmer, if you haven't thought about that, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. We put it in we your <laughs> lap for you. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a part of your day with us. Make sure to give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's on Twitter at DCTF. And of course you can see us on texasfootball.com today, last day, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. If you want this baby mailed to you today, 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 if you didn't get that, it's today. All right, guys. Thanks again to Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete for joining us. For Mallory Hartley, I'm Ashley Pickle. Vince Young, we're still waiting, bud. Mm -hmm. Come get your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.